0: Hey there, this is Steph from StephFuccio.com with another episode of Geopets Podcasting. So this episode was published last month during Pomo, National Podcast Posting Month. Every day that month, crazy podcasters like myself posted a podcast episode. But since the Geopets Pomo feed only really has new content once a year in November, I wanted to add the episodes that related to this podcast on here so you can get them easily. I will tell you what we did exactly during the month of November in just a second. But let me mention one more quick thing for you. During the month of November, we also had a fundraising event where I was aiming for 30 coffees in 30 days from buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats. We reached 23 out of 30 coffees, which I am very happy with considering that we started about eight days into the month. What I'm asking you is if you enjoy any or all of our episodes, to please feel free to go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats, don't forget the S, and buy me a coffee. That would be fantastic. Okay, so what did we do in November? I I was moving countries from Germany to Albania while I was organizing this just before November. So I asked my guests to help me out, previous guests of all of the podcasts, and I sent out A list of quick questions and I asked them to do two things one was to reflect back on their original episode or conversation with me and two was to update us on their life since that interview now some of these interviews are from two and three years ago so there's quite a bit of updates that happened and it was really really interesting and moving to hear some of the things that they've been up to and and so on now I intentionally didn't focus too much on COVID most of the month but i did devote an entire episode to how has covid affected your life later on in the month and i'm not going to add that to this feed cuz i don't think that's necessarily content related but i will put the link to that in the show notes in case you want to hop over to the napod pomo feed and have a listen to that one if you would like to comment on any of this my handle is s t e p h f u c c i o that is my twitter my instagram my email address, and my website. So you have everything you need to send me any message anytime you want to communicate. And I'll be back with new episodes in January. And in February, we'll start with the Albanian episodes and so on and so forth. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this and any and all of our episodes. I really, really, truly appreciate you being here. Whatever you celebrate at this time of the year, even if it's just that the year is over, <laughs> like I'm celebrating, I really, really hope you s- stay safe and sane and find a little bit of joy in something that's happening right now. It's been a crazy year, but we did it. We're almost to the end and who knows what 2021 is going to bring for us. All right, here we go.
1: Hello there. This is Nicole from the Expat Cast,
2: And I'm Sean from the Germany Experience.
1: We both host podcasts about what it is like to live as an expat in Germany.
2: And we are sworn rivals. And as sworn rivals, we like to celebrate Christmas with a bit of cutthroat rivalry, don't we, Nicole?
1: That's right. Listeners, it is time for Segepodfo, which is the second ever Germany expat podcaster's advent donation face-off.
2: Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Totally. (laughs) So you might remember (laughs) last year, we did Fegipadfa, which was the first ever Germany expat podcasters advent donation face-off. We competed to see who could raise more money for their charity of choice.
1: This year, we have put our differences aside and agreed on one charity, and that is Uberden Tellerrand. Uberden Tellerrand is an organization that brings together Germans and foreigners over a plate of food to swap about each other's cultures, improve language skills, and overall promote respect and open-mindedness.
2: Mm-hmm. And every Sunday until Christmas... We will give you updates on either one of our shows, so subscribe to either the Expat Cost or the Germany Experience as to how it's going, and we'll also be having challenges.
1: Exactly, and whoever loses this year and has not raised more money than the other person by Christmas Day will be declared the loser, and they will have to face consequences.
2: And what consequences are those, Nicole?
1: They're going to have to listen to find out. So have for to more information... To find out. They can visit the website, which is the GermanyExperience.de slash charity2020. Or even better, as said, subscribe to the Xpatcast. Subscribe to the You can find Germ- all that information. The Germany Experience. Mm-hmm.
2: The Germany Experience. No, you no, no. no. To subscribe to the, the
1: German. The that, That's where it's gonna be. Uh,
2: yeah, and we also get to hear once again Nicole's smack talk, which is something that I'm very excited about this year.
1: Oh, I, I had a whole year to think of some really mean digs and okay. like some cool some right. insults and learn slang and just brace yourself. My smack talk's gonna be so good. <laughs> can you can you feel the Christmas spirit already? I can
2: feel the Christmas spirit. We really hope you'll play along. Auf Wiederhören. Auf Wiederhören. Welcome to the GeoPets Podcast Network. This is a special Nay Pod Pomo National Podcast Posting Month episode. This month, previous guests on the various GeoPets podcasts are checking back in, but with a twist. I am Sean Behrens, host of the Germany Experience podcast, which is all about life in Germany as seen through the eyes of outsiders. And I was a guest on the second Geopats podcasting episode. The episode was called Germany from Outsiders' Eyes with Sean, host of the Germany Experience. And you can find it at stephfuccio.com forward slash podcasting forward slash two. Visit my website, thegermanyExperience.de to find out more about my show, listen to all the episodes, or just to get in touch with me. Just a little bit about me. I was born in South Africa, but I moved to Germany over a decade ago and have since become a German citizen. My thoughts on that uh, episode that we did back then is I love that interview because now it just provides me with such a wonderful snapshot of where I was at that time. Just starting out, figuring it all out, getting a grip on the format. So it is wonderful to listen back to that and hear uh, how much was already in place, but also how I was still figuring things out. Now, uh, there have been some things that I said on that episode that have changed since then, so I'll just go through some of those things. Back then, I had just released 13 episodes, and my biggest issue facing me was finding time for the podcast. Editing was taking a long time for each episode, and I was still struggling to balance my day job, my family life, and the podcast. Now, this has since gotten better and is not such an issue anymore for several reasons. Firstly, I'm now over 60 episodes in, so I've gotten really good at preparing my interviews and I've gotten better at doing the interviews so that I've got less editing to do afterwards. So that has all helped. Secondly, I switched from Audacity, which I was using back then, to Hindenburg Journalist. Hindenburg just made editing so much easier and faster for me. Uh, It does a lot of things automatically, like auto-leveling, and the interface is, is wonderful. It's simple, it's easy to understand, And that just that, switching to Hindenburg, cut out a lot of editing time for me. And thirdly, podcasting is now just a part of my weekly routine, so it's it's a little easier now to to find time for podcasting. So that whole time issue is not so much of an issue anymore. Now, if you're wondering what my current biggest issue is, (laughs) It's gaining traction on social media. And that's kind of where my focus is right now. So I found that followers and likes on social media don't necessarily equate to more downloads. And I I don't know if it's because the people who follow me on social media are already listeners. And maybe they're just getting a reminder when they see me posting about a new episode. They're like, oh, okay, that's a new episode. I'll go check it out or if they are there because they followed me for some other reason other than the podcast, I don't know, I'm still, I don't know. It's very, very difficult to tell. But what I can see is when I have a lot of engagement in social media, I don't necessarily see that translate into downloads. I also don't know how often I should be posting on the different platforms because again, it is, I'm spending a lot of time recording the podcast now. I don't necessarily have time on top to spend figuring out social media or posting a hundred times a week. I am using Buffer to do um, social media posts scheduling, but even then it takes time to sit down and write up the posts and think, what am I posting about this week? And that's the thing. That's the other thing. I'm still unsure of what content to post. Yeah, so that's it. I, I, like Social media is kind of a mysterious beast to me at the moment. What I can say is that I've been able to grow my Facebook group since that interview. Back then I had 40 members, I think I said, and now it's approaching 600 members. So it's still not massive, but I love what the community has become. And all I can say about building a community is that it's a long game you know you just have to be ready for the long game i only started to see exponential growth about 12 months after starting the group now i'm seeing a lot of growth which is nice but it's still a thing to to get engagement within that community and the other thing is i've curated that in that community very very carefully i've said um i've said it that i have to see everyone who's wanting to get in and i go through the profiles of the people wanting to get in to make sure that they're not bitcoin related spam bots or whatever that, whatever it is. Uh, I try and cut that off before they get into the group. So um, I try to see if the people are really interested in Germany, if they have, uh, yeah. It's just generally I check to make sure that they are people who really have a connection to Germany and who want to be in the group for legitimate reasons and not just for spamming or self-promotion. So that takes up a lot of time as well, because I, as I say, I manually check every single applicant before I let them in the group. And the downside of that is that maybe if there's not enough information on someone's profile or they didn't answer my uh, questions to get into the group, that I'll decline them. It could be a listener of the podcast that I've just turned away. But I would rather do that and have a small group of people who are legitimate and want to be there than having a lot of spammers, a lot of self-promoters, a lot of people who have no right being in that group. Yeah, so I, I guess the long and short of it is I'm still figuring out social media and it's definitely my biggest headache right now. And hopefully. I can tell you in twelve months' time if I figured that one out. Another thing I said in that in, that episode was that you don't need expensive equipment for your podcast. Now, since then, I bought the Rodecaster Pro. Even though I was using a decent audio interface, I decided to go for the Rodecaster Pro, and it is don't get me wrong, it is a fantastic piece of gear. It is wonderful i I love playing around with it but i'd say it hasn't actually benefited my show in any tangible way it, it, this might be because of my workflow where i do most of my audio processing post recording and not while i'm recording but that's something i can confirm after my Rodecaster pro purchase is you probably don't need expensive equipment just like i said back then wish i'd listened to my own advice Another thing I mentioned was uh, wanting to rebrand my podcast. Now, at that time, my show was called Expat Life Germany. And I had realized that the focus of the podcast was more on life in Germany, German culture. And it wasn't just for expats, primarily for expats and foreigners, but not just for them. So I decided to go ahead and change the name. And I did that in February. So what I can tell you about that, it is that was so much easier than I expected it to be. Uh, The most complex part of it was having to buy a new domain for my website, and I had to keep the old one so that I could redirect users to the new domain. And that's the thing that you need to think about with rebranding is that you don't want to lose all of those old links that you had. So I had to keep the old uh, domain and just do a redirect Uh, which is also quite tricky to set up by the way, but not that difficult uh, to my new domain. So that was was literally the most complicated part of rebranding. Everything else was a breeze from a podcast perspective. I just changed the artwork and the name of the podcast in my host settings, and uh, I'm with Buzzsprout by the way, and that was it. That was it. Same feed, all my stats were still in place. It just had a different name, and it had no impact on my download numbers at all. And of course, I did tell the listeners in the episodes preceding that change that the show was rebranding and that they should expect to see a different name uh, pretty soon. So that that all, if you're thinking about rebranding your show, uh, just do it. Just do it. It's not a big deal. And that's about it. There's not really something I'd like to ask my former self, uh, the, the Sean that was in that interview, but I'd like to tell him. To just enjoy that time of starting from scratch and building something before it becomes like a set routine with a lot of things in place, it is such a cool time when you're starting out and if you're too focused on the numbers or if you're too focused on how do I make my show big, how do I you I don't know you know if you're focusing on the wrong things, you miss the fun of building something from scratch. There was literally no Germany experience before. I started it, I built it up, I figured things out as I went along. and that. I should have been enjoying that more at that time, 13 episodes in of, of uh, the whole process rather than just focusing on how do I get this show out there? How do I get listeners? And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that I can say about that. Thanks so much to Steph for giving me the opportunity to do a follow-up. This is fun. This is, it was fun back then and it is fun now. So thank you so much, Steph.